The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. As we head into the warmer months, we're reminded of the devastation of the last bushfire season. Combank's Bushfire Recovery Grant Program is just one small way communities are continuing to receive support. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 4th of November. In your squeeze today, polls open in the US. Four dead in Vienna after a gunman attack. The RBA's Helping Hand and Beyonce's Beehive. This is your squeeze today. All right, Claire, American citizens are up and voting. In fact, polling booths have been open for several hours. For all the squeezes out there tuning in today, the magic number to look out for is 270. 270 is the number of electoral college votes that a candidate needs to become president. Basically, long story short, we won't get into the ins and outs of the workings of the electoral college system this morning. But (laughs) when you go and vote, your vote is counted on a state basis. Depending on how many people are in your state, it's converted into these electoral college votes. And it's to give a sort of proportional representation of voters' preferences across America. Uh, 538 is the number of electoral votes in total. We've said it before, but we'll say it again. We do have a Squeeze Shortcuts series out in the lead up to the US election. We cover the candidates, we cover the policy, we cover the electoral college system itself, and also a special episode out yesterday on just how to watch the US election, what you're looking out for, the key states, the battleground states. Claire, it's never good to predict election outcomes, but by all accounts, Donald Trump goes in as the underdog. Yeah, when you look at an aggregate of the polls, he goes in with just a 10% chance of winning. Joe Biden has maintained a a fairly strong lead over Trump throughout this campaign. Uh, Of course, though, people are saying that they can't really bank that because it's such extraordinary times. Not only has the coronavirus made people come out and vote early, that could also impact results because early votes tend to favour Democrats. Uh, It also has been the dominant issues and there's some very strong views around how Donald Trump has managed that crisis. It's expected to be a really big result. Probably, though, we won't get it today. Yeah, as far as how the day will play out, as we mentioned, the polls opened last night, Eastern Time, and the first will start to close around 11am this morning. So by early to mid-arvo, our time, we'll have a sense of whether it's going to be a close one or a convincing win. Over to Austria now, where police have carried out a series of raids and made 14 arrests in the hours since a gunman murdered four people in the heart of Vienna. Authorities, though now, Claire, believe the gunman may have acted alone. Yeah, a manhunt was launched yesterday after it was thought that at least one other attacker was involved, but it seems to be this morning that they're thinking that it was just him. He's a 20-year-old man who's been described as an Islamist terrorist. He had been in jail for trying to travel to Syria to join Islamic State. He was released in December last year. There are plenty of people who are injured as well. It seems like there's a bit more information to come on this one. Chancellor of Austria, Sebastian Kurz, has called the attack repulsive. The Reserve Bank yesterday confirmed that official interest rates would be lowered from 0.25% Claire to a new record low of 0.1%. Also confirmed rates unexpected to go up for at least three years. And you know it's a big day when the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe holds a press conference. 
Yeah, really extraordinary times. And if you thought that we were sort of past the worst of the economic shock of the coronavirus crisis, think again. Just look at the actions that have been reported yesterday. Uh, that record low of 1% uh, interest rates is extraordinary. Uh, not shifting them for three years is extraordinary. And also the Reserve Bank is going to pump $100 billion into the economy with another round of quantitative easing. That's something that the Reserve Bank has been very loath to do for many, many years. So a really big day. What the Governor Philip Lowe says is there's some hope in sight, but it's going to be a very bumpy recovery. Things are looking a bit better than they were three months ago, he said. But yes, very bumpy and drawn out is the outlook from the Reserve Bank. Today is a big day for many. Claire included in that, I reckon, is Twitter, probably the biggest day for them this year, Donald Trump's megaphone of choice. Jack Dorsey is the CEO and founder of Twitter, Claire, but some reckon his time is up. There's a hedge fund called Elliott Management. It's one of those really hard-nosed Wall Street outfits. It took a 4% stake in the company early this year. And since then, it's really been pushing Twitter to dump Dorsey. What they say is that his time is too split. He's also the CEO and co-founder of a company called Square, which is a very fancied financial services company. Elliot says that Twitter needs more of Dorsey's time. Uh, But what happened yesterday was that Twitter's uh, group got together. They decided that Dorsey's doing a pretty good job, but there are targets that he needs to meet going forward. Yeah, there's been lots of speculation about this one following a months-long review of the company's management structure. Decision is, though, that he stays. Melbourne Cup yesterday was won by a horse that led pretty much the entire race, Claire, Twilight Payment. He's trained by 27-year-old Joseph O'Brien, who for the second time beat his dad, who is also a trainer, to take out the cup. Yeah, and another big win for multi-millionaire owner Lloyd Williams. It's his seventh Melbourne Cup and he said that he had to pinch himself. He said that he lived for the Melbourne Cup, so it was really a big thrill for him. Bit of sad news too for Lloyd Williams and the team. Yeah, their starter, Anthony Van Dyke, broke down just in the final 500 metres and had to be euthanised. He was the seventh horse in eight years where that's happened. Lots of discussion about the safety of horses running in the Melbourne Cup has followed that. No fashions on the field as such, but there was still an awardee for emerging designer. A link to check out that frock is in your episode notes. It's a nice one. Pretty fancy frock too. It's yeah, beautiful. beautiful. We're agreeing on that one. Not everyone will agree, but we're in agreement. <laughs> to round out sport, big night for all New South Welshmen, Queenslanders, and also for South Australians, Claire, state of origin tonight <laughs> in Adelaide for the first time. Yeah, that natural rugby league home of Adelaide. Uh, (laughs) It's heading over that way and New South Wales is favoured to beat Queensland. Queensland has a very young team, about 12 of their 21 starters haven't played State of Origin before and of course it's a whole thing State of Origin so it'll be interesting to see how their side goes. I think that you might be watching the US election. I have a funny feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I might need a break by then but you never know. Yeah, that's true. Good counterbalance. Bit of rain forecast for Adelaide, so it could be a little wet tonight. Finally, Claire, a couple of quirkier pieces of news that are good to throw into conversation when your US election chat gets a bit a bit heavy. Baby Shark has officially become the most watched video on YouTube. 
Look, if you're at a trivia night and the question is what's had the most views on YouTube and you answer Despacito, you'd be wrong. Baby Shark has just overtaken it. It's had over 7 billion views, I think, was the last count. Yeah, 7.04. Yeah. Wow. And Beyonce has done an interview with British Vogue where she reveals she has two beehives at her home. That's around 80,000 bees. <laughs> As you do. As you do. It was an interview where she was talking about how normal she is. <laughs> she said she's got the the bees because honey has healing properties and her daughters have allergies. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. A link to that interview is also in your episode notes, along with a link to our Squish Shortcut series on the US election. We can't remind you enough about that one. Before we go, Claire, the email subject line. You know the Fat Boy Slim song right here, right now? Mm-hmm. Well, in the sort of end of it, there's this little female voice and I didn't know what that female voice was actually saying until I looked it up yesterday oh, yeah. and it's waking up to find your love is not real and that could happen to one of those candidates <laughs> tomorrow, I reckon. There we go, it they could. They think that they're well liked but they could well and truly find out that the love's not there. Or they might have to wait a bit longer to see just how loved <laughs> or not they are. We will wait and see. That's all from us today. Enjoy your Wednesday and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. .au.